The following program has been rated NSFW, so don't listen to it near a Christian because they might explode. Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Val, Todd Vandenberg, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. Look, we talked about this in pre pro. If Ted's not going to be here, let me know. Hello, Xers, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the only podcast that you are currently listening to at this precise second in time, hopefully, unless you have two podcasts going, which is weird. I'm Lee, and the stars of the show, Todd and Rob, are with me. You know Rob, he's the guy who always cuts out the best parts of the show. How are you guys doing today? I am befuddled by something I saw on Facebook this week. I saw a picture of Donna, and I realized that she probably kicks your ass on a regular basis, doesn't she? she she's a lot more buff than I was expecting. She's, well, to be fair, a three-year-old child could kick my ass. But Donna is in good shape and easily kicks my ass. It's, yeah, it's yes. like uh, the Tyson Frazier thing we mentioned last week. It's kind of like that. If she were to hit me, she doesn't. She's nice. Okay. She, she, she fought Amanda Nunes to a draw. So, yes, she's, she's quite, she's she quite shot strong. A, shot a man in Reno just to watch him die once. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Anyways, so, I shot a man. No, it doesn't work with a man. Anyway, yes. <laughs> well, can't laugh while I'm saying this first sentence, but let no. me start with some sad news. Uh, surprised that 2020 has some sad news? Well, that's not <laughs> no. surprising, right? It's been the saddest year of that I can remember for the globe, not just for myself. Actually, you know, whatever. But anyway. Both. Yeah, well, yeah. Knock both out around me, my daughter has had COVID-19, my girlfriend lost her job and her cat on the same day. Hey, I still have a job. That's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, but um, it's been such an amazing year, obviously, cynically. Uh, but Chadwick Boseman, who starred in stage and screen and best known probably for Black Panther, who was great in Marshall, lots of other things, passed away at age 43 from colon cancer, which I don't think any of us probably most of the world didn't know because he kept right. it to himself, kind of like David Bowie when he died of cancer. He kept that to himself as well, which to me, it, it's none of my business if somebody's sick, you know? Right. What they yeah. do is they, he's an actor. He wants to act, and, and he not only acted, he, he transcended that. He, he gave commencement speeches, were, which were fantastic. He didn't want to be just like Bowie. He didn't want to be, oh, the cancer guy. He wanted to be Chadwick Boseman. But sadly, he did pass away from colon cancer stage four. I think he battled it for four years or so. So, right. um, Todd, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts on that is that I've cried three times about this, which is really weird because, as I said on another show, Chadwick Boseman wasn't, wasn't like one of my favorite actors or something. I mean, we really enjoy the work he's done. He brought, and you mentioned playing Thurgood Marshall and on the other show, cinema savants we talked about you know he played iconic figures in in american history not black american history but history played jackie robinson as a gigantic figure in civil rights not just baseball played james brown like one of the biggest names in entertainment ever and you mentioned thurgood marshall and he played them iconically uh so, and what struck me the most is you see so many comments from people who worked with him and they all use the word devastating. And it really is. I mean, for a guy who really hadn't been around that long, I mean, sadly, obviously, this is not a guy who'd been working for 40 years, but he'd already built up this, this catalog of just tremendous performances. And he's in all of those performances. I mean, you can see Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, as Jackie, uh, when James Brown isn't being a horrible person, <laughs> you can see him there. Uh, he was just such an excellent performer and an excellent per- person, more more to the point. So, you know, I put something on Facebook about it. It's like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's the, it's the loss of another life, and that's it. But it does have an impact on so many people uh, a huge impact. Uh, and that's, that's a testament to how good he was at entertaining us and, and helping us think about bigger issues like Thurgood Marshall, the Thurgood Marshall biopic or, or 42. So it's a really tough loss for sure. Yeah. I like what he said. Um, 
and I definitely want to see what Rob thinks too, but just to kind of hit on what you were saying, I liked his, he, he gave a, he was talking to, um, the man, what is that show that, uh, Stuart used to be on? It's called Daily show? the daily really? show. Yeah. And he was talking about, uh, black Panther and he was asked a question about whether it was, you know, good guy and bad guy. And his point was there, there's no bad guy in the film. It's just two sides to the same coin, which is exactly Michael B. Jordan played his exactly. antithesis in that film perfectly. But that he, that he says that, you know, he's not just some actor. Oh, well, blah, I'm black Panther, blah, blah, blah. He actually thinks about it, you know, cerebrally and, and, and correctly because that's what it is. And that's kind of the way he lived his life, which I think is inspiring beyond just being an actor. Yeah. So, Rob, your thoughts? I don't know that I can add anything that, you know, you guys haven't already said or that other people have already said. It was, it was just shocking. Um, my daughter wandered into the room and said, hey, Chadwick Boseman died. And I went, yeah, that, that's an internet hoax, you know. And then, <laughs> Yeah, sadly, uh, no. Looked at my phone and it went, <clears throat> the Associated Press says. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, <clears throat> I guess it is real. So, yep, uh, exactly the same thing happened to me. Uh, Donna came into the room and she was like, Chadwick Boseman died. Had the exact same thought you did, which is, now nah, somebody's making that shit up. And unfortunately, yeah. it's like, wow. Yeah. Just So apparently he was diagnosed with stage three four years ago. Think of the, all the work he's done getting treatment, getting surgery. They haven't, they haven't said exactly what kind of treatment chemo and or what surgeries he'd had. How the hell do you do the, the level of work he had done battling that? And I'm not, not physically, but mentally and emotionally. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to stay alive, but I'm going to go do this for you people. It's like, that's just incredible. Well, yeah, and that's a, that's a good point because, I mean, as an actor, you can transcend kind of – here I this makes it sound so simple like I'm an idiot I am an idiot when it comes to this but like you can transcend it as an actor because that's your job but just um the fact that he was still able to do that as a human being is amazing but secondly just like the fight scenes in Black Panther alone I'm thinking wow I'm some schlub who needs to lose 15 pounds I need to get off my ass and actually do something so that's inspiring physically to me not just mentally it's just just 2020 just sucks, you know? Yeah, yeah it does. So we're anyway. since 1666 easily. <laughs> it's interesting because I was thinking 1854. Um, so no reason why don't look it up. If you're listening to this show, I have no, <laughs> no reason for that. Look it up now. Look it up now. Some personal <laughs> weird history. It's probably some Irish famine thing. So, uh, that may be true, actually. Well, so of course it's it is. Back of my mind. So the Republican National Convention, of course, the Republicans love black people. So this is a big sad loss to them as far as losing Chadwick Boseman, who probably anyone. I don't. I'm not going to speak for him. But anyway, the Republican National Convention had their convention, blah blah blah, uh, this past week and had several speeches. Trump, I, I actually expected him to speak every night. He did have a role every night in the convention, but he didn't give a speech. Every night, which kind of surprised me because he's a an asshole. And, yes, exactly. Um, but you know, he did have that that last night of the convention. He had that pro COVID nineteen rally on the lawn of the White House. I'm assuming that's what it was because nobody had any masks on. Yeah. So he was in support of of the of the uh, of the disease itself. Do you guys have any takeaways? I mean, I, there were a couple like um, Nikki Haley gave a speech. Boring. I mean, there were a lot of boring speeches. I don't remember anything like the Democratic <laughs> National Convention. They were just all boring. But it was a lot of teardown of, of Joe Biden, and then Melania gave a speech. And if she could actually make some facial emotion, that might make her feel more human. But she's I don't not know. programmed what? to do that. <laughs> well, yeah. It's kind of funny you say that because that's exactly what she looks like. She looks like a robot. Yeah. But do you guys have any thoughts on what? If you if you saw there any snippets was, from the RNC, there was one that I was so vastly amused by. I cannot remember who it was giving the speech, but she was talking about how if uh, Biden gets elected, it's going to be all nepotism all the time, and how 
his family is going to just take over everything. And at the bottom of the screen, they said upcoming speeches, this Trump, that Trump, the other Trump. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. look down, you know, um, <laughs> it, it's, yep. Half of the keynote speakers' last names were Trump. I would have thought it was more than that, but okay. Kind, kind of a weird cult going on there. Uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle uh, screeches her entire speech, yells the entire time, uh, talks about being a first-generation American, and her mom's Puerto Rican. is like, you're not first-generation. Puerto Rico is part of this country. Her. There was a meme where someone got turned in. Uh, they, they made a parallel between the person giving the speech and the bad guy from the Power Rangers. Is that who that one was? I haven't <laughs> seen the meme, probably because she was decked out in red and yelling the entire time. That That's her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the entire, and I didn't watch a second of it because I, Why? my blood pressure is fine and I'm not going to change that. <laughs> but basically their message is, look at how terrible this is this is going to be Joe Biden's America. You're going to have riots in the streets. You're going to you're, you're not going to have jobs. It's like this is Trump's America. Riots in the streets. Hundred eighty thousand people dead of a disease that was terribly and still is mishandled. Over eleven percent unemployment. No, this is your America. This is what you created, stupid. This is not going to be Biden's America. This is what you have created, and you're trying to sell people and saying it's like, oh, look what's going to happen if Biden's elected. It's like, dude. It's been happening. You have caused this by your complete and utter inaction and stupidity and avarice and greed. How many millions of dollars have you made off of us up to this point and haven't done a damn thing about the real problems? It's unbelievable. How many associates are in prison or indicted now? We're up to seven. Yay. I don't think <laughs> I got him coffee. I don't mean his pool boy. <clears throat> Which yeah, one? I think uh, our friend Big Mike, Mike Barnes, said uh, yes. put something on Facebook about how, like, if Hillary really wanted to be in prison, she would have worked for Trump. Exactly. Exactly. How so, is Goebbels not in charge of the Republican National Convention? At this point? I mean, I mean, I say <laughs> yeah. that jokingly, but that they—that's uh, that's the playbook. Everything that it's how if you say it enough, it becomes truth. Exactly. No matter if it's a lie or not. That is the playbook. That is exactly the playbook, and tens of millions of people are still buying into it somehow. Well, did you see the thing where he was, he went off on a rant on a uh, Kamala Harris. What? A rant? Well, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? But his um, complaint about it was not, Oh, I didn't say that. It was, I said that specifically for my constituents. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? So, so you're saying that it, it's true if you're talking to this group, but it's not true if you're talking to it, it doesn't work that way. You know, that, that was the headline on CNN when I got up this morning and I went, he, he what? Because seriously, he is mentally ill. Yeah. The storyline of it's Biden's America. I, I don't even know what that's saying because it's, he's not been in charge ever. He's not been the president. It's not Biden's America. It's been your America for the last four years right. and you fucked it in the ass. Repeatedly. Lubeless. No, I was going to say yes. no lube. Actually, exactly. had a, a sandpaper condom. So thanks for that, buddy. Yeah, this is absolutely, it's reprehensible that, it's not reprehensible that he says this shit. It's reprehensible that anybody listens to it and, and buys it, it. Swallows it whole. That's, I am using sandpaper condom as one of the buzz, the, the keywords. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. You know, and not the fine grit that you like, you know, I'm talking about the really coarse shit. The stuff that looks like it has chunks of stone in it. You say horse or coarse? Ooh. Coarse. Either one. Horse. Horse. Has horse of horse. Of, has chunks of horses in it. Every time, cross over the border that he tried to shut down just to even visualize that. Every, every time you go in, you hear Mr. Ed talking. It's like, it's awful. <laughs> um, Wilbur. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable that people buy this shit. This is this is going to be Joe Biden's America. It's like you have caused this through your inaction and your utter ineptitude. You weren't even capable of being a reality TV person star. Mm -hmm. You finally got fired from that because you're too busy pawing the 17 year olds into Miss Teenage America pageant. It was like, dude, 
How do I mean, how does I, well, I say this rhetorically because there's no logical answer, but how does he get away from for his whole lifetime of saying stupid shit? And yet these conservative religious right wingers still are like, oh, yeah, he's our leader. I'm like, he he's everything you don't want. And yet you still what is fucking wrong with you? What, what is they, wrong with your brain? What do they really worship? Money. And that's what they see when Trump and it's fake. But that's and he loses see. more of it than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody talks about the deficit anymore. Remember how that was a, like when we were younger? Oh, it was they a will huge when, thing. They will when Biden gets elected. It's like, what oh, happened to the deficit? Like the but Democrats yeah. controlled yeah. the House. It's like, yeah. it's all them. It's like, yeah. listen. Yeah. Yeah. Controlling the House is controlling America. So this week <clears throat> we saw, to me, this was, this is the, this is the America we are in. So it, it Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin, got shot seven times in the back by a police officer. <laughs> maybe he had a knife in the car. He maybe had a knife in the car. And if he did, it was not on his body when he got shot seven times in the back. He got shot seven times in the back because he's black. So maybe he was reaching in for a knife. And maybe he would have pulled... The, uh, theoretically, maybe he would have pulled the knife out. So he brought a knife and, to a gun show. Exactly. So he would have pulled the knife out and brandished it in front of the police officers and maybe tried to use it. I, we, this Again, this is worst case scenario. Right. But even if he had, they still have guns, which I think you can kill somebody from a lot further away than if you had a knife. But that, that's not the problem that I have with this. I mean, that is a bad thing, and I have a problem with that specifically. But then we see this 17-year-old guy named Kyle Rittenhouse walk down the street after shooting three people without being even stopped and if he was african american he would have been shot on the spot so watching right. him walk down the street that specifically is what's wrong with the united states at this point how can somebody view that and think first of all if you watch fox news this guy's a hero fuck you fox news right. but secondly how can you watch that and think he's white he's able to walk down the street not get stopped not get shot at and you view the same person if he were black he would have been shot the moment that he shot his gun even if he was able to not shoot his gun if he walked into a group of protesters with a gun he probably would have been shot how does america watch this and not think we're so fucked up it's what what the fuck is wrong with us huh. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll throw something in that you didn't want to hear about this you guys remember Aubrey Huff? Totally. Yeah, he uh, apparently tweeted this week. And for those of you who don't remember him, he was a baseball player. Um, tweeted that the guy who shot in Kenosha, not the sh the not uh, the guy who got shot, the one who did the shooting was a national treasure. <laughs> uh, so I've burned all of Aubrey Huff's baseball cards. And yeah. Coulter said, this is the president I want. And referring to Rittenhouse. I mean. What? Yeah. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so she wants someone who commits murder to be the president. She wants someone who takes action. And she I, wants I, someone who commits murder to be yeah, the president. Well, that, that's true. Yeah. I'm not defending Ian Coulter. I, I know. Just, I, know. I, can't, I, I just. It blows my mind. I just have no words. We're talking about this on a podcast. I have no words. How anybody logically. I, I love the concept. Of, okay. I love the concept of this was self defense. He drove, or mommy drove him there. It's not self defense when you take a weapon to an area where you know there is some conflict. How you does he put yourself? Have a gun at seventeen? You? <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, he, he, that, that's illegal too. Uh, you're not allowed to have that type of gun until you're eighteen in that state. So, you know. There's so much wrong with this picture. Uh, and you see some idiots and they're idiots. Ryan Liu, I'm talking about you. You're on Big Mike's Facebook. You're on one of his friends. And you're one of the idiots who has said, it's like, you know, they don't teach history in California. So I pulled up the PDFs of the actual document of the course guide, which is like 200 pages of exactly how they teach history in California. And he's not responding to that because he's a gutless little coward. 
Ryan Liu, L-I-U. Not that you would be smart enough to listen to this show, but you're a moron. So you have people like this saying, oh, it's self-defense. It's like you chose to go to a protest armed. That's not self-defense. What property are you defending? You just chose to go murder somebody. And the cops let you walk by, like you said, Lee. If you are allegedly brandishing a knife, which he wasn't brandishing a knife, and if he said he was going to get his gun out of his car, talking about Jacob Blake, uh, there's no verification of that other than that that's what the cops said. Even if that's all true, you had opportunity to stop this gentleman in various ways other than shooting him seven times in the back. You know, because a lot of times we'll say things like people should say <laughs> the cops should, why don't they shoot him in the leg and say, well, you know, you got to be a marksman to do that. Dude, you're like three feet from him. Then yeah, you, chose, just... you chose to try to kill him. I'm, I'm they, didn't stop if you just... they didn't stop him. I mean, they just, he just walked down. I, I just, yeah. what, I, I, I just don't know. Yeah. Let's shoot somebody seven times in the back. And people say, it's like, oh, why do people destroy property? It's just, you know, it's like, well, as someone has posted and it's an excellent meme, it's like, if arrests didn't turn into murder, protests wouldn't turn into riots. That's the issue. Yeah, that's, we have, that's the thing. We have cops who decide they're judge, jury, and executioner for things that are not even alleged crimes. They're alleged attempted, possible, maybe going to be a crime. And they're trying to kill, they're killing people or they're trying to kill people for it. It's like, that's not how justice works. We talked last week about, you know, the people raving about, where's the justice for the five-year-old white kid? The perpetrator got arrested right away. That's how fucking justice works, you stupid <laughs> sons of bitches. That's justice. Yeah, that's the thing is like we're really upset about the the reaction to the action. The action was this police officer shot Jacob Blake seven times in the back. People aren't outraged about that. They're outraged about people protesting and looting, possibly. Yeah. Like, How dare that's, they? Because, if there's said, no cause, there can't be an effect. Exactly. Right. Because, because we can never replace those businesses. It's like Donald Trump has destroyed thousands of businesses. Why aren't you pissed at him? <laughs> Hell of a lot more than the protesters have burned down. He's burned these to the fucking cinder by not doing anything. Do something about that. Yeah, so somebody on Twitter, Intensity, uh, tweeted out, I want Kyle Rittenhouse as my bodyguard, to which Ian Coulter responded on the 27th of August, I want him as my president. And then also said something about how he, Rittenhouse, was, was drop-dead gorgeous. Whoa! <laughs> Getting a little weird there, aren't you? Yeah, it's... Uh, Perhaps you were part of that uh, gang of the, the of, that was kidnapping kidnapped the thirty eight kids that they found in Georgia. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I just man. I mean, it's like. I, I let's move on because I really I I don't even know I don't even yeah. know how to respond to. I, I I did like the the one thing I saw that came out about this this week, and I, I think it's a brilliant idea that it's not going to solve everything, but it's a start. Um. It was a guy who said, I studied eight years at a university to become a lawyer to practice law. But cops can become a cop in six weeks by going to the academy. And that needs to be a four-year thing at least. And I, I, I think education would help. Florida has one of the highest training requirements to be a police officer in the, in the country. And it's a little over 10 weeks. It's twice it's, that to become a beautician. He would literally have the power of life <laughs> and death. I'm yeah. not kidding. I looked that up. That's horrifying. Well, I, uh, let's move on. Um, yeah. So the <laughs> polls, um, I haven't really seen any recent polls. Maybe you guys have that have come out since the RNC ended on Thursday. Um, I've seen some, for instance, uh, 538 has some presidential election polls, but they're based on USC Dornsife. Never heard of that. It has Biden way ahead, but I'm assuming if it's USC, it may be University of South, uh, South University of Southern California, which is probably a skewed, South Carolina. Yeah. 
or maybe work the other way if it was South Carolina. Um, but I'm assuming it's kind of a skewed uh, poll that they're taking, um, kind of like Rasmussen would be. Um, then there's some other polls from yesterday, <laughs> a bunch of things. University that... of Central Caracas. <laughs> um, yeah, but, that, right? uh, Car- Car- I believe it's Caracas, um, but I went to school with that guy. So, and then there's a whole bunch of USC Dornsife on for some, I've never heard of this poll, but they just are all over 538. But then you get into yeah. um, Franklin and Marshall College. Um, and at, at, this probably seems a little bit more apt. It's from two days ago um, or applicable. I should say two days ago, Biden is up by seven per points, uh, 49 to 42 over Trump. Um, of course that's, Mostly following the DNC convention, which always gives you a bit of a bump, and then the RNC convention, which usually would give the Republicans a bump. So I'll be interested to see um, what the polls are next week. Actually, tune next in week, next we'll week. Not, we won't be having a show. I will not be here. I'll be at the beach um, yeah. with Melania. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's the closest thing I can have to a blow up doll. So, um, but the other things are as far as real clear politics, they, they've released some, some polls. I'm laughing because I don't know what's going on with my computer, but, um, Michigan Trump versus Biden, according to the Trafalgar group, I never heard of that. They actually have Trump now up two points in Michigan. That's scary. Um, uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, I can't speak English, has Biden up 38, but that's not a state we really worry about. On the bright uh, side, Pens- you have to spell it. That would be worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Franklin Marshall in Pennsylvania has Biden up seven, so that's an important state. Um, most of the polls we've seen up until this point have Michigan kind of clearly wanting to go towards Biden. So if it tightens up, you know, this, this is Elections all going to come down to the same thing the last election came down to, which is state, you know, electoral college. So states like Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. I mean, this is 2020. Biden's or Biden is going to lose this election, isn't he? I mean, let's be honest. The way the year's going, even though he has a big lead, <laughs> generally speaking, maybe he has a lead by 10 points. He's going to lose the election and Donald Trump's going to have four more years. Am I wrong? You're wrong. I wish I'd like you to be. And yes, you're wrong. How many people, seriously, how many people do you know that voted for Hillary in 2016 that have said they're going to vote for Trump this time? Well, I I live in Tennessee, so I'm the only person I know that voted for Hillary. So I haven't seen a single person say that I have seen several people and I have, unfortunately, not that it's unfortunate. I have a lot of friends and family, but a lot of friends and family are Trump supporters. And I know more than a few who are going to vote for Biden because they've had enough. I've seen more of that. And you you grew up in Michigan, basically, right? And I grew up in Michigan. So are some of these family members and friends of yours, are they Michiganers or are they Floridians? It's Michigander, sir. Gander. Really? Michigander? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what right. Michiganders. It doesn't sound right, but that's what they do. It should Michigan. be a Michigooser as well. Uh, well, yeah, depending on what the mood is. <laughs> yeah, here's 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 one of the things about the polls. Rasmussen, which is always a quite conservative poll. Dennis Rasmussen has a poll. Yeah, he does. The pres- <laughs> pres- pres- presidential approval, it's, as of yesterday, 52% disapprove of the job Trump is doing on Rasmussen's poll. And that's always skews conservative. So that is a huge bad bit of news for Trump. Uh, Trump, they cut back spending uh, on ads this week. And I'm sure that's because they had the RNC, so it's basically free advertising. But they didn't spend any money on ads, on ads this week broadcast at all this past week. So despite the fact that he continues to suck money out of the taxpayers' fund, some of those big donors are kind of drying up. You know, we saw last week that it was he was yelling, apparently, in a conversation with one of their former big donors because they hadn't come through yet. And I think some of them have finally had enough. Uh, basically, they haven't had enough. I mean, that's probably the issue. They haven't had enough money come back. Maybe 
maybe the tax cuts haven't worked as well for them as they thought. And now a lot of their businesses are failing. So, oh, it's trickling up. The economic impact is starting to hit the billionaires and they're starting to get pissed at them. So it's interesting that apparently they are having a little bit of money trouble. It's interesting that to me that some of the more conservative sites, I mean, we've seen a lot of kickback from, or knockback, whatever you want to call it, kicking the ass back from commentators on Fox taking Trump to task for saying this, for saying that, you know, they're this is certainly not the network in general, but more and more they're calling him to task for his out and out ridiculous lies. So I think bit by bit, it's still going to be unfortunately close, but I think bit by bit, people are starting to realize is like, and as more people die needlessly, as more people lose their jobs needlessly, you know, and, and they'll finally realize it's like, yeah, this wasn't such a great idea. And I think a lot of them aren't even going to admit it publicly. I don't care if they admit it publicly. I want them to admit it November 3rd. That's when they need to admit it. And I think they will. My fear is, though, that, you know, we don't, as human beings, we don't like change necessarily. And the closer we get to an election, usually the election tightens up. Right. And Goebbels rule still will rule. And I don't, I don't mean that as far as Trump is Goebbels. I mean, it like people will want to believe what they hear is the truth because it's said enough and it'll tighten up so much in those battleground states that Trump will somehow win again. And even if he doesn't win again, who's to say he's going to actually leave? Well, he'll be escorted out by federal marshals. If it comes to that. That's what we think. That's best. And I would be scenario. surprised. Well, he won't be the duly elected president and they'll call his well, ass. He out. wasn't the duly elected president last time either. Sure. What's, you know, he keeps on hoping for the big hitter, which the, the great news about COVID. The Aubrey Huff. The Aubrey Huff. It was a weak hitter. So your, your opinions are about as great as your batting prowess, dude. So, uh, you know, just like last week, it's like, oh, we've got this great thing. It's like, yeah, the FDA is going to announce this. It's like, we've got a new therapy. You know, we've got the covalescent plasma. And it's like, oh, this is going to be the miracle cure. And the FDA said, oh, it's 35% better outcome from COVID patients. And it's actually, when you actually look at the study, it was three to 5% better outcome. And they didn't actually test it against a placebo. They tested using plasma, which had from people who had recovered from the disease and giving it to patients who currently have it. And they tested it, they gave it after, I believe it was three days. And they, then the other group, was after nine days. They didn't have a control group where they didn't do it at all. They're just like, okay, we'll just do this. And there was a slight improvement overall of the group that got it sooner. So because the difference, if you take the difference and you say, well, it's 35% difference between this and that, but it wasn't actual 35% improvement. It was like this group had a three to 5% better outcome than the group that got it later. It was three to 5%, depending on which group they used. It wasn't a 35% difference. So this, and the FDA, the head of the FDA had to uh, publicly apologize for the misstatement, which is in any other language is a lie. So he's constantly looking to come up with, oh, look, we got this under control. No, you don't have this <laughs> under control, motherfucker. You don't. And you keep on lying to make people think you do. What he saw was three minus five percent and said, oh, three minus five. That must mean you add them together. So he added them together to get the 35 <laughs> because that's how math works in his head. By the way, did you guys see what's supposed to happen on November 2nd or could happen on November 2nd, I suppose, the day before the election? Are we talking about the asteroid? Or are we talking we about, are talking about the asteroid that has a 0.41 percent cool. chance of hitting us? Point, 0.41? 0.41, so uh, it's a COVID victim. <laughs> okay, so according to the FDA, that would be 41%. We're doomed. 41%. It's funny that Todd mentioned covalescent plasma because that was the name of my Joy Division cover band in the 80s. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking, of, speaking of stuff, uh, Robert Vaughn, I guess, is the new Batman. I, I think I'm right about That's, that. I thought it was shocking. Robert Robert Vaughn, huh? 
Don't run. That's right. <clears throat> At least that's the trailer I saw. Maybe I saw something different. But anyway, Robert Pattinson, all joking aside, is the new Batman. Um, I, I want to get your guys' take on that in just one second. Um, I'll make mine really short. I thought it was thought it was kind of cool. But um, there's a, uh, a family member, an extended family member, who commented on the trailer um, once it was posted on Facebook. And she said, uh, having a British Batman is like... <laughs> Having a British Batman is like yeah. having an American James Bond. It's just not right. <laughs> and then someone else said agreed. And so I said, I thought I was joking. I mean, I thought it was going to be obvious I was joking. I said, Christian Bell? And that person responded by saying, exactly. And I'm like, this is America. This is America. This is where we've come to, right? People aren't, they don't look at facts. Like I, I seem to Christian recall Bell following that with... Don't tell her that uh, Henry Cavill. Yes. Yeah. Or, it explode. wasn't even Superman. It was. Oh, it was. Um. Oh crap! What was the other one you brought up? I was telling this to Donna. I was like, "Yeah, Rob said this and this. I thought it was pretty funny." It wasn't even Superman. It was. Um. It wasn't Bond. It was something else. Um. But anyway, I, yeah. It's the whole point. It's like he's an actor. It doesn't matter who plays Batman or Superman or anybody. You know, oh, we will miss the guy who played Black Panther, but someone else will play Black Panther and hopefully do it well in the future. Yeah. They're actors. And plus, who cares? There's no such thing as Batman. If Batman, if there was a thing as Batman, we wouldn't have Donald Trump as president, probably. You so, got that right. He anyway, what do you guys think about the trailer? He would fuck him up. He would hold him off the roof That's and right. say, I'm Batman. And drop yeah, him. Yeah, I'm waiting for somebody to say, oh, you know, he's, he's, it's, you know, he's, uh, What's the, he's emo. It's like, you know, it's the dark night. The guy's not right in his head. That's the point. They've somehow they've missed 70 years of comics. <laughs> uh, uh, 80, 80. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if he had the 80th birthday or if it's just now coming up, but one of the two. Yeah, he's, 80. Yeah, 80. He's fucked up in his head, but he's fucked up in his head in a good way. Right. Yeah, people are odd. Uh, and people are grossly un misinformed and uninformed and ignorant, and sometimes they choose to be stupid about it. Well, <clears throat> I mentioned this uh, on the other show uh, because a, a lot of DC comic stuff came out because DC did something called Fandom, which is a Comic-Con, but it was just online and it was specific to DC Comics. So, of course, what trended on Twitter in the state where I live, I'm not calling it my state, the state where I lived of Georgia was <laughs> Marvel. Because people were uh, tweeting things like, boy, I saw that new thing on Superman, hashtag Marvel. I'm like, you fuckwats. Did you know? It says DC all over it and you're still hashtagging it Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> There's some smart people out there. Real smart. Uh, I, I love the New York Yankees hashtag Brett Favre. What the? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought the trailer was good, and I thought it got a lot of positive reviews or from what I could see on social media. So are you guys looking it, forward to seeing it? I want that more than I want the Snyder Cut. So, yes. Yeah, it looks really good. It D looks Snyder, like a Batman comic for a change. Do what? So D Snyder did a Batman. That would be interesting. It, that would be. <laughs> didn't know D. God, there's someone I hadn't thought of in I think, years. I think that's the problem with Batman with Batman v Superman. It was D Snyder. D Snyder is awesome. Hashtag Tipper Gore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks very good. I agree. As in the Batman looks very good. The Batman. And this is a Marvel product, right? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hashtag image comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag timely. Oh, my God. Speaking of someone who's not very timely, Earl Thomas punched a teammate, got released by the Ravens, and now no one wants his ass. What's wrong with Earl Thomas? As, as you wrote in an article. He's got two first names. He's got issues. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, and he's the third guy who's had two first names in that family. Weird. <laughs> he thinks he's Batman, apparently. Yeah. Um, I hope he signs on with someone that the Seahawks don't have to play. 
in, in, a, in a really odd way, I kind of wish they would bring him back just to make him compete and see if he can get into the starting lineup because I don't think he would be able to crack the starting lineup at this point. Um, seriously, what is going on with this guy? And, and I've defended him, you know, the whole thing, other than the flipping off, I can even see why he, why he did that because you know, difficult situation and it is his livelihood. But, dude, you found a new home. You get into a fight over coverage that you blew in practice. Like practice? You... Yeah. <laughs> what well, did you did you hear the the the? From what I understand, what happened was the fight. He blew a coverage. Uh, Earl Thomas. He seems to have. He always loved playing football. Right. That was his thing. He. he if you hear him speak, he's. He's almost like Brad Pitt's character from 12 Monkeys. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and, and he's never really been a big speaker. Like, I mean, he speaks, but really the, those teams were like Cam and Richard and things like that because those are well-spoken guys and smart guys. But when you heard Earl speak, it was always like, oh, it's kind of entertaining, but you can't really, really make out what he's saying. But for some reason, in the one year he played with the Ravens, he a lot of his teammates did not like him. It took them, it took him one year from for his team not to like him. A lot of important players, and the the supposedly he he blew the coverage in practice, but he had missed like he missed one practice because, or he was late to one practice or team meeting because he uh, had to get his car washed. I'm not making that up. I don't know if you guys know that, but supposedly how how do you miss a practice because you got to get your car washed? Well, and, and but he had been, been either late or mispractice a bunch of times, which is weird um, for a yeah. professional football player who cares about what they're doing. So supposedly he, the guy he was playing safety with, he um, who ended, he ended up punching. Um, supposedly Chuck, we, nobody ever saw. It. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Todd. No, it's just Chuck Clark. As well as yeah, Chuck. So uh, he another guy with two first names. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He blew the coverage, went over to Chuck Clark and told Chuck Clark, "Man, I'm I'm sorry, I blew the coverage." But the team was already pissed at Earl anyway for this whole year. So when he said that to Chuck Clark, Chuck Clark said, "You wouldn't have missed it if you show up to meet team meetings every once in a while." So that's what set Thomas off, and then he ended up like throwing a punch it, and that that was basically. <laughs> Okay, so he gets called out for not doing his job, for which, which he's paid millions of dollars to do, and gets mad. Yep. Wow. Yep. What a child. Dare the he? Cowboys don't even want him. So yeah. What does that say about you? The Cowboys who could desperately need that that level of talent. The Cowboys could use me at this point, and that's yeah. sad. Yeah. That's. Uh, I hope he gets his head straight for just for his life in general. I'm not saying like he's in crisis or something like that, but he just needs to think about his actions. And, and that's probably one of the big reasons why Seattle said like, yeah, yeah, we've, we've, we've had enough of, and I don't really think he was like a me, me, me player. I mean, he's definitely a team player, but he had some of that to him yeah. and most of it was just the injury concern because of course it's coming off injuries and the, the Seahawks had the issue with, Oh, we just paid a guy millions of dollars and now he can't play at all anymore, which, which totally sucks. We don't want to see this happen again, but dude, at least get your head right. Show up for practice. What are you doing? Yeah. I think he's an emotionally mutant person. Um, and I, <laughs> I, I think that's the issue. He's a new mutant. He's, he's uh, he seems like, he just seems emotionally, I don't like to use the word retarded, but I think it almost fits in this uh, d definition as far as a, a clinical definition. He's a, an emotional retarded person, emotionally retarded person. His, his emotional so, intelligence isn't the greatest, which yes. is totally different from being smart. He's, he's, he's a smart dude for sure, right. but he's well, just not yeah, handling things maybe, correctly. Maybe he's smart. I think it's his physical skill, which, which is what set him apart. But um, you know he had the he had the issue with his wife pulling the gun out on him on May May and he said these things happen because yeah they happen. <laughs> yeah they happen that's all right happens, right in life but yeah I in, think that's in I think, movies dude I think he's he's just emotionally you know ill-equipped to handle yeah leading the country and and by that I mean Donald Trump.
So, um, you know, hopefully we'll leave the show here as it is. Um, cause Rob will probably cut off the last 20 minutes anyway. So, um, <laughs> but you guys have any final thoughts? Yeah. I, I want to know first... what happened. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Rob. No, no, no. You started. Go. I, I <laughs> I'll just cut it out what... later. <laughs> cool. I just want to know what happened when God walked up to Joseph in the bar. No, that was, that was last week. That was, that was, I was literally looking for it yesterday. I was like, oh, I know. I, I got to pull this up because I was like, wait a minute. Did that happen before or after this part? Well, let me go back. Wait a minute. Where well, is be, this part? Well, to be fair, we were talking for, I think, about 25 minutes after the show. Well, we need to just done. report the whole and thing. And the That's show ended is. and we kept going. Because like, well, it's, it's Nikki X. There's no fluid start or finish. It's like always ongoing. Even in our daily lives when we're not talking to each other, we just need to record it and be like, this is the show. It's like the Truman Show. It's the Nikki X happy hour. I'm going to do that today. Uh-huh. No sex, Todd. <clears throat> I'm Don't not bring do up that. the weird stuff. I'm not going to do the that twin today. twin bed then. stuff. Damn it. Ruined it. Son of a bitch. All the time. Got to keep it fucking clean for the families who listen. Tearing up my damn fun. She it. I'm looking at Rob right now. I already know he's cut the show off. I have not cut the show <laughs> off. I actually have something <laughs> that needs to be... Say it, say it, say it. Oh, you just said it yourself. You're going to throw it out. We brought it up last week because we were one. It was a baseball thing and we were wondering and I found a fucking answer last night. Damn it. Because we were when I was looking for the rest of the show from last week. That's not my fault. It's the gender (laughs) of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Which is androgynous. The... uh, We were wondering about the the extra inning thing with the runner on second. Yes. And if he scores, who who does that get charged to? Yes. I found out an answer last night because the Blue Jays played like six extra inning games this week and someone finally brought it up. The Buffalo Blue Jays. It is, which is very weird. Um, The runner on second, if he scores, it is an unearned run and it is not charged to any pitcher. Which makes sense. It does. It, it does. Statistically, it's weird. Statistically, it's weird, but there's that. That's actually the. I think the best way you can handle it because there's who yeah, would you, you charge it to? Yeah, you can't charge it to anybody because so does nobody get the there. loss? You didn't give up the run, Rob Manfred. The the pitcher I think would still get get the loss. The the pitcher in the tenth inning or beyond would still get the loss. I think because. They allowed sure. the hit or the wild pitch or whatever to allow the run to score, but yeah. they don't get charged with the run. So theoretically, you could have a relief pitcher like go zero and twenty-two with a zero ERA. Yes, <laughs> be awesome. Which you is, could. I hope that happens. I, I, I was okay. See, if, I, I'm going to see if this works with you guys. I'm, I'm playing MLB the show, right? And I think I found a glitch because I have a guy whose batting average is higher than his on-base percentage. And I, I can't wrap my head around this because I don't know how the hell that would work. That's funny. Hmm. I see Lee going, how the fuck does that work? <laughs> <laughs> it's baseball. There's got to be a reason. <laughs> it's there somewhere. I just don't know where. Yeah, I oh, can't remember how that works. That, that increases it. Yeah. <sighs> Reaching on error increases it. Walks increases it. I'm trying to figure out what would decrease it other than just making an out, which lowers the batting average. It's a mystery and no one has an answer. There's got to be an answer. And tune in two weeks when we find out. Yeah, the answer is Sony fucked up the programming a little bit. There's got to be an answer. It's baseball. It's all the weird stuff going on. That's the great thing about baseball. It's one reason we love baseball, right? It's because it's just basically illogical. Sack flies. Huh. Do not increase batting average or on brace percentage. Hmm. Counts as a zero. It's a zero at bat, basically, it, 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 right? Yeah, it's not an at bat. Man, this is a great question. This is, we, every every show See, that my, my that answer Rob doesn't is cut off going the to have to be end with a they question. screwed up programming because there's there's. I don't think there's an answer to this. We should uh, should do like um, car talk guys on NPR and have the show end with um, a, Sac- a sacrifice flies bring down on base percentage, but they do not bring average. Bring down average. It's sack flies. 
And obviously, it wouldn't help. It wouldn't How many flies is this guy? He's got like 100 RBI and he's got like three official at bats. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how. Yeah. That's how. And because it's such a weird season, like you said. And, and, you know, we've got role players who, in this case, they may have, they may have played in four games. So I'm trying to figure I don't know if you guys saw this because uh, I know you're both into Seattle as well. Dan Vogelbach uh, got. Uh, basically, the Buffalo cut. Blue Jays. He's now with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have a DH and a first baseman. And if they're not playing DH and first baseman, uh, they're playing first baseman and DH because they just switched the two. Why do you sign Dan Vogelback? Well, they they traded for him for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, this guy made the All Star game last year. Yeah, but this year he's batting. Oh, what is it? Oh, 85. Yeah. Well, the second half of last year is terrible, but we'll talk about yeah. a precipitous fall. It's like you made yeah. the all-star game. And then this year in a shortened season, you got traded for a hundred thousand dollars. That's how desperate that team was to get rid of you. That's pretty That's, awful. We don't even want a player. Just give us a hundred thousand bucks, which is what? Uh, 15% of the minimum salary of a player. I don't even think it's that much. I can't. I don't know what the minimum is now. Is it six hundred fifty, seven hundred fifty? I don't I think even know. Six hundred. Last I heard, it was six hundred. Yeah. So it's yeah. Oh well. And then they traded uh, Taiwan Walker, right? Also to the Blue Jays. Yeah, to the Blue Jays. Taiwan on. It was like uh, the the Mariners must have gone. We want to get rid of this guy. Give us a hundred thousand bucks, and then we'll give you our second best pitcher. Just for. <laughs> We'll do it later so it doesn't look so bad, but please do this for us. Mariners make some odd decisions. By the way, the player in baseball history with the highest number of the bats that had a higher batting average than on base percentage, Ernie Bowman, 1963. And he was great because he hit 184 and his on base percentage was 181. So a and 127 RBI, which is <laughs> a stellar player. Second in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Well, that's our show. Who wants to say the outro? Tune in next week when you'll hear Ted Hicks say...